Hour number three here on the Sports Blast, ESPN, New Hampshire, and ESPN, NHRadio.com. Apologies to Mark in Manchester. We had a little bit of a technical snafu there. Yeah, we fired, uh, yeah. fired right into commercial. Yeah, went right into commercial right as he was uh, on the line with us. So I apologize, Mark in Manchester. Call back if you want. Yeah, we really apologize for us. I do want to touch on what he was talking about. Yeah, that, that was a screw up on our end, just so you know, Mark. With yeah. regards to Isaiah Thomas, I, I mean, the guy absolutely has a chip on his shoulder, yeah. for sure. And, and it's one of the things that makes Isaiah Thomas a great player who's picked 60th overall in his draft mm-hmm. uh, final player to be selected in that particular draft right uh, uh, obviously a short guy is at a disadvantage every time he steps on the floor which is why it's it's fun to watch the guy the reason I say that the comments are concerning is because it does seem like there's a little bit of separation between the players yeah. right a disconnect between the players and the coaches right we didn't hear uh, hardly any of this last year uh, despite some similar results, now the team is different. I think there's higher expectations, which is why it might be really frustrating for a guy like Isaiah, who's uh, one of the leaders of this team, to have to go out there and, and to have a performance like that where he doesn't get to finish off the game because uh, Brad Stevens sits him down. Yeah, I'd be frustrated if I'm Isaiah too. But, uh, I mean, it just doesn't make the comments any less concerning to me because it feels like, there is a little bit of a disconnect between players and perhaps what Brad Stevens is trying to uh, institute for those players. Okay, we do have Mark in Manchester back. Uh, Mark, I want to apologize. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty there as you were in the middle of your thought there and then we just cut right to break. And once we're in commercial, we can't come right back. So I apologize to you. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. Hey, no problem, guys. You got to pay the bills, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> got to keep the lights on, man. <laughs> keep the lights on, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll touch on um, <clears throat> what um, you were just saying um, about, um, you know, the comments being disconcerting. I understand that, too. OK, but, um, you know, still, um, he's a competitor. And that leads me to say that you know, they got to get their rotation right. You know, they, they still, you know, have a rotation. I don't like what Olenek brings to the table right now. I don't think he should be getting as many minutes as he should. I'd rather see uh, Jordan Mackey and, and um, Jarevko. Yep. And um, I think that's really part of the problem. Uh, um, I'm not seeing Olenek um, do anything special that he hasn't been doing for the last three years. So um, that that's my problem with the team. And uh, number two, their defense is, is not quite there yet. Abysmal. But, um, yeah, it's been bad. I I think that uh, they'll, you know, they'll pull it through, but they cannot play down to lesser teams, like Denver. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. Um, that Denver game, you couldn't stop Moutier. You know, I, I think Moutier was just on fire. Um, he, he just hit letting in the ball, and he couldn't be stopped. His consistency was just off the charts. When it comes to rotation-wise, I agree with the, uh, what Mark said because um, I don't think that Amir Johnson should be getting as much playing time as he has because he hasn't really showed me that he could really be a presence on the floor besides being a, a scarecrow in the middle of the in in the center of the paint. Um, you know, when it comes to Kelly Olynyk, I love Kelly. Kelly has to be more aggressive, though. Yes, he does, and I think he's one of the more prolific rebounders on the team. And he, he when he was gone, they missed that, especially with Horford off uh, and Crowder injured. They, need, my, they need more out of him, though. I mean, oh, yeah. I, right. I, there if are he's going to get the type there, of minutes that he's getting, There he, are times when I've seen it. him look for his shot, but there's other times where he's just 
out there. Yeah, and when and, I when I say and, aggressive, and when he's looking for a shot, that's when he's his best, and that's what happened last year at times when he before he got hurt. Right. And, uh, and when I say aggressive, I would say more control aggression because when he goes out there and he dribbles the ball and he dribbles with his head down, he causes offensive fouls, and that's something that you don't want to see. Well, and I, I I also agree with Mark in regards to Jordan Mickey. Did you, Jordan did, Mickey has no right to be sitting on that bench with Amir Johnson being on the floor and Tyler Zeller. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jordan, that, that's a disappointment to me the, in Brad Stevens' uh, mindset. There were times in that first half against the Spurs yesterday where I saw Kelly looking to, uh, for the mismatch, and he was matched up against, uh, I forget who it was, but he was... It was Danny Green. It, it, he was taller than him in the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just went behind him, asked for the ball, they gave it to him, got an easy layup. And I didn't see that the rest of the game. Uh, sure, the Celtics struggled for them uh, after they got up. Well, because they go away from him, Brian. Yeah, because of that. Because right. he does. He's so hesitant when it comes to you know. Rap, what should I do? Should I go to, uh, drive through the lane and go for the dunk, or should I you know pull up from you know three? And there's a disconnect, as Dave said, between every player here. And it's a bad thing. There's no cohesiveness anymore. Well, and it's a, it's just a little bit odd this year. It feels like the expectations were higher by just by bringing Al Horford into the equation. And obviously, you, you subtract Sollinger and Turner from the equation. Maybe we just thought that it was more of an improvement than it actually was. I mean, this is still a team where you've got guys like Isaiah Thomas and Al Horford that still have to perform at a higher level if we expect them to be one of the elite teams. Mm-hmm. I, we've we've got to rely on guys like Olenek and Jarebko to have huge performances night after night. This isn't a team that is necessarily the elite of the elite in the NBA. They have a they have a solid team, but it's not a team that's going to go out there night after night and just run the table on other teams because they don't have the star players uh, with the star quality. Isaiah's a great player. Yeah. Don't get me wrong on that. I love what Isaiah Thomas brings to the table, but he can't be your best scorer. No. If you if you want to have hopes of actually advancing uh, down the stretch in the playoffs, I still believe they're a playoff team. I, I don't know if they're going to finish now in the top four. It, it seems like, you know, and give them a chance to figure it out, obviously. It's it's now 16 games into the season. So they've got plenty of time to sort of go on a run and figure out uh, how to play with the players that they've got. And they're still working Al Horford in there. And it, there's, a, there's a good chance this team could still finish in the top three come the playoffs. But there's still... I, I think the expectations were too high for yeah. this team. And, and to some extent, I think that the Celtics, as a team, expected more out of themselves. And maybe that just led to a little bit of complacency at the beginning of this year. Because I, I don't think we have seen the same fight out of this team. Maybe they caught wind of the expectations being that they're easily the second best team to Cleveland in, yeah, no. in, in this conference. Do we really believe that? No, Dave. I, I see them finishing five or six at this point. Sure. And, um, and, and they may you, very well be, by the way, the second yeah. best team to Cleveland. But it's not like they're easily far and away the second best team. Yeah, and it, it's no like, um, I guess, backfire against Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is doing one heck of a job coaching. Yes, his rotation is pretty bad only because of the management. And I'll tell you why. You don't go out and you, you resign Jonas Jarebko and you resign Amir Johnson. You let Evan Turner walk away. You let Jared Sollinger work, walk away. Jared Sollinger brought rebounding, okay? Evan Turner brought that grit and that Cobra down the stretch. Yeah, finish. Whenever you need a finisher. Exactly. Somebody to close out a game. They don't have that. Isaiah Thomas can shoot the ball as many times, but as much as he makes, he misses too. 
And a lot of people say, well, Isaiah can flat out shoot the ball. Yeah, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, it's ugly, okay? And when, it, when it's Al Horford and Isaiah Thomas running your team with Jay Crowder, I don't have faith in you moving forward to really be one of the best teams in the East. Sure. And, so maybe the expectations were just a little bit a little bit askew at the beginning of this year. I, I think too much well, excitement over the addition of Al Horford. I, I don't know if I, I agree with the fact that we were a little too excited. I think that going back to what you said, that we're 16 games in. I mean, it's not like we're – uh, in March, and yeah, they're struggling. Uh, but sure, sure. Point. This is an Eastern In conference. fairness, we got to give it time. You've got to give it time to develop. You've got to let them mesh. Yes, they have been poor defensively. There's no doubt about that. Poor they could go on a ten-game win streak. You know? Yeah, poor. And, and all of a sudden, and, we're we're thinking that this team is one of the best in in the conference again. But, but if on, they get hot the and they hit their stride at some point, like they did last year, I have no doubt that they will be a top three team in the Eastern Conference. I think right now they're still kind of going through some growing pains. They just got Al Horford back from that concussion. You know, Kelly Olynyk is not that far removed from his return. They will go through some changes here and there. Jordan Mickey will get more playing time. And I think come, you know, March and into April, we'll be looking at a team that could make a deep run in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They're, they're a fifth seed to me just because of the talent that they have. And Jalen Brown, he, he's been decent. He hasn't been the Jalen Brown that I thought he was going to become. You know, I thought he would be more, a little more aggressive. Yeah, but that's the, thing, that's the thing with rookies, though, is that they are very inconsistent in their first year. Oh, you know, playing some against days, men. Yeah, some days he's looking like, you know, a guy that's the next big thing, and then other days he doesn't do anything. That's what rookies yeah, do. 20-year-old kids not do all not rookies. win in this league. Not all rookies. Wiggins. I, I, I disagree. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Wiggins. Um, you look at Embiid. Damian Lillard, yeah, Embiid. I don't think Jalen Brown was ever going to be any of those guys. Well, though. top three pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it, I mean, if we remember though that that was that was a top three pick. The Celtics sort of targeted this guy as uh, you know their the third overall pick. Fine, whatever they targeted that guy, but most teams didn't have Jalen Brown as a top three pick in this in this draft. Mm-hmm. You know, so I. I don't think that uh, we should be considering Brown up there with guys like Damian Lillard or, or or Anthony Towns, any of those guys really, or Wiggins. I think we're talent all wise? highly touted. No, ta- talent-wise, I think Jalen Brown has it. And, and you're right, Chris Doan was flat out the number three pick and the Celtics elected to go to Jalen Brown just because they had way too many guards. Um, but when it, when it comes to development, I can see this guy improving over the course of the year. Sure. Like you said, 16, 16 games in. But what I've seen out of this small sample size is really, really bad basketball. And there's just no heart. You know, Isaiah Thomas wasn't talking about himself when he said, you know, there's no heart in this team. He said the coaches gave up. The too. coaches gave up. And I, I agree with them. Because there's something, there's just like you said, a disconnect between the players well, and sure. the coaches. Because then it becomes a chicken or the egg thing. It's like, well, okay, fine. The coaches gave up and sat your ass. But yep. the coaches more than likely saw that the team gave up out there on the court and decided to sit your ass. So there's definitely a separation when you consider, like, oh, okay, well, you could have put us out there. Uh, there was still, what, what did he say? Like, there was still 20 minutes left in the yeah, game. You never really left, yeah. know. We can get up just as quickly as we go down. Well, well, I'm sorry. Maybe Brad Stevens was tired of watching you guys suck on the court yeah. and so decided to sit you guys to send a message because it's, again, we're well, only 15 also, games into the regular into the, the regular season the at that point. The next day they were going to Detroit for the second game of back-to-back. 
And I didn't like Isaiah Thomas bringing up how many minutes he played in the in the in the Warriors game. No, yeah, there was a couple of comments I didn't like about like, Isaiah. Why are you at, telling yeah. everyone you only oh we only played twenty nine minutes? Uh, what, I need more minutes than that. No, well, he didn't necessarily say that either, but he did allude to the minutes, you know, and he's probably frustrated and he does want to be out there, but it's not always up to you. Right. You know, you know if you it want. It was actually you, better for the team that it was off the court because he was a, what, a, a, was it a negative? He was like. He, a didn't, ne- have a, he didn't have a good game. Or negative nine. No, it was like negative 15, I think it was. Well, right I, I know it was close to 10. Well, um, uh, look, Brad Stevens, uh, I mean, the decision-making for Brad Stevens is is a little bit difficult when it comes to who do you put out there and, and what matchups do you want, what the rotation is going to be, because he doesn't necessarily have the talent. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, you know, we've heard rumors – uh, about guys like DeMarcus Cousins coming to Boston, and we've Clay also Thompson heard the same. Well. We've also heard the same rumors be met with rumors about Brad Stevens not being interested in a not guy like Boogie Cousins. It. Yeah, uh, like and and may- so maybe there's a little bit of that. Well, Brad Stevens wants these coachable players. Well, guess what? The most talented players in this league are not always the most coachable players. In fact, right. you can't not. have both. Right. You cannot have both. So something's got to give there. Where the Celtics. Need talent. They need talent because you can't win with your current roster. I don't care if you've got the most coachable players on the planet here in Boston, and Brad Stevens might love that. But guess what? At some point, Brad Stevens, if he wants to win a championship in this league, is going to have to invite one of those super elite talents in the league to play on this roster. And yeah, that might make it so that his, his coachability is not as high as he likes it to be. But you've gotta you've gotta sort of meet in the middle somewhere. Brad Stevens is a great coach, and he's got a bunch of players that, you know, are probably willing to listen to the scheme and obey the scheme. But at some point you need the talent. Yeah. And, and the Celtics don't have it. And now it almost seems only slightly, and I'm not panicking about it, but it seems only slightly like the players that are there even now are starting to lose the message from Stevens a little bit. Exactly. And and Dave, you hit the nail on the head, but um, you know, in regards to the offseason acquisition of Horford, I think it pushed the needle slightly because you still lost Evan Turner. You still lost Jared Sollinger. Right. I'm sorry you can call Jared Sollinger a flat slob, that guy that sits in the paint, but he grabbed boards, okay? And, and, Turner, was, and Turner was a finisher. So he was he, a finisher. So, like, yeah, so, you added, but what did you subtract Exactly, at the and, same and time? that's why in the beginning of the year when we picked the how many wins, I said close to 50 because they won 48 But not last over 50. Year. Not over fifty. So not much of an improvement team, from last year. No. Well, and it's it, harder. It it's harder to improve incrementally when you when you're up around forty eight wins than it is when you're a team that has twenty five wins. You right. know, when the Celtics, what was it, three years ago, they they were in the in the basement, like thirty six. Right. You know, it's much easier to say, well, they can they can get ten more wins next year now that they've got Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, it, now it's uh, you know getting that much better is probably the difference of maybe two or three more wins. Mm-hmm. That's where the Celtics are at. That's the level they're at. But I don't know if they've improved enough to even remain at that level. And that's I, I, why this team's going to be average, which is the reason why I want Danny Ainge to start pulling traits. Right. I, I forget which one of you guys said it, Dave or Mark, but right now they are like one big piece away from being one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. I mean, they Absolute, are already absolutely. one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, but right now you have a bunch of guys that would be sort of secondary players to a superstar. Yeah, But you certainly. don't have that superstar. And it's not even Al Horford. Al well, Horford is, is the guy. Al Horford yeah. shouldn't have been the guy in the first place. But, I mean, you no, couldn't get Kevin Durant. You couldn't get Kevin Durant, and that's just the way it works sometimes. Yep. 
Yep. So he got Al Horford, but Al Horford shouldn't be, you know, the the front man for a championship caliber no. team. No, he no, should be should the I second or third guy. But but Ashish, do you think Jonas Jarepko or Amir Johnson would play on any other NBA team in the league? And that to the to the end, maybe the Spurs, because the Spurs are a team that does that kind of thing where they kind of put guys together on like. You know, you look at what the Spurs. I mean, Patty Mills is a guy. Yeah, Kawhi like Leonard. That. These guys should not be getting well, any PT. That's what I mean. Leonard is a superstar in this league. Yeah. Leonard is a superstar, but is Patty Mills a superstar? Yeah, but is Patty Mills no, a superstar anymore? No, but but you it's like. You you can't compare Mayor Johnson and Jonas Jarepko to Patty Mills. No, but Mills. I'm just saying that they have guys like that on a team that is a championship caliber team where you have well, guys okay. that help contribute. Is the Celtics a championship caliber team? Championship, no. Well, that's what, my point. No, but, uh, but, but are they a team that could make a surprise run deep in the Eastern Conference Finals? They're, cr- they're crap role players that could should they, be playing could they, in, in could, they get, could they get to the Eastern Conference Finals against Cleveland, yes or no? No. I don't I like their could. chances of that. Right I don't think now. they'll. Uh, they won't beat Cleveland. But I don't think they get there. I don't know if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals so this we, year. They won two playoff games last they year. They won two playoff games last year. But we're talking about the fact that they could get out of the first round this year. In fact, Maybe. we expect them to. I, so I need to know that, who they were playing. So, it, but, but uh, my expectation is that they should be good enough to advance to the second round. If they win in the second round, boom, they're right there in the Eastern Conference Finals. Sure, they're not going to win with the current state. Yeah, right. Right now, it doesn't look like they're a team that's going to be able to compete. Uh, against another playoff team. Five I'm or sorry. Six. I, I just don't like the way it but looks guys, right it's now. November. Get, I'm giving we're, we're it time. Like, I'm it's, give, it's, we're, we're like a few days away from December. It's still very sure, early. Sure, but season. if you're taking a snapshot image of it, I yeah. don't know I don't know how we would be wrong to say I don't think they can win a playoff series uh, as opposed to, you know, uh, thinking that they could make the Eastern Conference Finals. Ashish, I'll agree with you if Danny Ainge pulls a trade. And I think that's the route that he has to go because I don't see this team getting any better. Yeah, I, I really don't. Seems like other managers are figuring out that Danny Ainge tries to rake them over the coals too well if they want to go out and get some big time value in return it's going to take Isaiah Thomas because he's the guy that's most valuable that you could trade right now Jay Crowder or Avery Bradley too but if there's one guy that could yield you the biggest return it would be Isaiah Thomas but then you don't have a point guard well I mean you you can figure that out go get another point guard and maybe you get Clay Thompson in a trade who knows yeah but then why would uh why would Golden State try to trade for Isaiah when they already have Steph Curry and I think could Draymond use. Uh, we talked about the bench depth out there in Golden State. Yeah, I, and but Isaiah Thomas back on the bench as the sixth man. I can argue for days about this, Ashish, but my whole point is they need to make a, a significant trade to actually have a say in a top three conversation. Oh yeah, they're not, they're not there unless they get an elite talent. Nope. plain and simple. Yes. All right, uh, we will be back with five questions with Dave Pollard. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, celebrating 10 years as Manchester's sports station. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Can we come up with something original when when the Bruins struggle, other than fire Claude Julien? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there. (laughs) Yeah, it's up there. The man who you think you should be depending on to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPN nhradio.com what is the most fundamental right of a child the right to grow up in the embrace of a loving family sadly some children are deprived of that right when children are abused or neglected they need help more help than the courts alone can provide casa of new hampshire is here to help those children for 25 years 
CASA has trained people like you to serve as court-appointed special advocates to speak for the best interests of abused and neglected children in court proceedings. CASA aims to give our state's most vulnerable children the chance to live, to learn, to grow. We want to help every child who needs us in every corner of New Hampshire. Now, we need your help because there are still children in our state who don't have that chance. Help us reach every child to volunteer, to donate, or to learn more about CASA. Visit casanh.org or call 800-626-0622. Do you really floss after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the American Academy of Periodontology, or AAP, over a quarter of U.S. adults lie to their dentists about how often they floss. And flossing is important, especially in Los Angeles, where locals say a smile is the first thing they notice in someone they're attracted to, versus folks in Chicago or Houston. Dr. Joan Otomo Cordial, AAP president in L.A. The AAP recommends flossing at least once a day, brushing your teeth and below the gums twice a day, and receiving a comprehensive periodontal evaluation to prevent periodontal disease, which can cause tooth loss and increase your risk for other diseases. The survey also shows that a third of Americans would rather wash dirty dishes or sit in traffic than floss. How can we take action? The good news is, with timely and proper care, gum disease is treatable and often reversible. A periodontist has the training and expertise to help determine the right treatment. So love the gums you're with and log on to perio.org for a periodontist near you. Captain Eric Lawrence needed help after a paralyzing injury in Afghanistan. PVA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins fell to Dougie Hamilton and the Calgary Flames 2-1 last night at TD Garden. It's the third straight loss for the Black and Gold. The team remains winless without Tuka Rask in net this year. David Pasternak scored the Bruins' lone goal in his return to the ice from injury, his 12th of the year. Next for the Bruins, they'll take on the Lightning when they visit the Garden on Sunday. The Celtics saw their modest three-game win streak come to an end thanks to a 109-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs last night. Kawhi Leonard with the game-high 25 points. The Spurs also scored 56 points off the bench. To the Greens, 30. Boston now 9-7 on the year. The Seas will travel to Miami to take on the Heat on Monday. The Patriots listed eight players as questionable for Sunday's game against the New York Jets including quarterback Tom Brady, who's been nursing a knee injury since Week 10. Tight ends Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett were also listed as questionable after both were limited participants in practice on Friday. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Cyrus Jones round out that list of questionable players. Matthew Slater has been ruled out. Kickoff from MetLife Stadium tomorrow is at 425. This Sports Center update has been brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the home of Bob's way of doing business. Shop mybobs.com and save. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Away, well, baby. Let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. 
I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? And ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. All right, welcome back to the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time for five questions, as we do every single week, except for the last four because we haven't been here. But we usually do it at well, last three. We haven't been here for the last three. I'm done counting. We've been messing I'm this thing up done since arguing day with you. one. Uh, it is time for five questions, and uh, Dave Pollard has this edition. Yes, I do. So, question number one, please. Gobble, gobble. It was the most, uh, I guess, appropriate buzzer that we could find. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is Thanksgiving. A, a ton of turkeys died this week. Tons of them. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, turkey massacres aside, guys, this is question number one. Uh, teams that are the real deal in the NFL. I just want to go down a list because I got some power rankings from Bleacher Report. So I'm going to do the power rankings. And you guys Fake just, or not? Just give me uh, uh yes, they are for real. No, they are not for real. Give me the yay or nay on these teams. So starting at number 10, Baltimore, the Ravens. Yay or nay? Nay. For real or not? Nay. Um, In between. Nope, I'm going to say they are not for real. The in-between was not an option, Mark. So yay or nay? Yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> yay. Okay, nay. all right. Well, how about the Redskins at yay. number nine? I love Kirk Cousins. I love that offense. Redskins, yay. Nay. nay. Wow. Nay. I'm the contrarian today, it seems. <laughs> all right. Uh, at eight was the Kansas City Chiefs. Nay. 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 <laughs> You know what's always like uh, nay is basically the sound that horses make, but nay's not for horses. Hay's for horses. That's oh, a little bit weird. Nay. Number seven. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> just hit his head on the microphone. <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> that was so clumsy. This show has gone off without a hitch. Uh, I was hoping it wouldn't. The New York Giants <laughs> guys are at number seven. The sneaky, sneaky nay, New nay. York Giants. Nay, they, they suck. Nay, nay. Yeah, I'm, you I'm, say? I'm, I'm saying yay. They lose to the Browns this week. Don't no, you no. Don't, don't you guys just have this uh, <laughs> this this little tiny voice in the back of your heads though that's telling you that the Giants are going to sneak in as no. a wild card team Please and then don't win let them make the and then make it to the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots <laughs> for the third time? Don't you guys think that's going to happen even a little bit? No, it scares no. Ben me. McAdoo is their bit. coach. <laughs> All right, no. they don't have Jim Bob Cooter on there. All team. right, so some nays for uh, for the New York Giants. Uh, number yep. six, the Denver Broncos. Nay. Nay, huh? Yay. I'm going yay. That defense, defense is a, is a yeah. yay. Yeah. That yeah. offense that is a nay. That <laughs> defense is a double nay. Uh, that, that defense is a, is a triple double nay. yay. Triple nay. Give me a yay, yay. Offense is a triple nay. The offense is is atrocious. Yeah, defense. Yeah. Yeah. The offense is not good with Mr. Sidney. I'd rather have Blake Bortles thrown to that team. All well, right, what so, else we got? So for the most part, the, the that was the first five, and most of, uh, most of them were nays. Nays, yep. Atlanta is at number five this week. Nay. Nay. Yay. Ooh. I Wheels got are faith in Wheels the are coming off. I think they're going to start struggling here down the stretch. All right. Well, that is six Carolina's going to make the postseason. Uh, at Atlanta's least there's a majority out. here for you guys. So, like, I'm going based on what has the majority. You guys have not said that any of these teams are for <laughs> real yet so far. Individually, you have, but as a group of three, <laughs> you voted nay on all of these so far. Good point. Number four, the Patriots. Yay. 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 There it is. Seattle. 
Yay. Yay. Oakland. Yay. Yay. Dallas. Yay. 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 Oh, wow. So we finished, like, the last, what was Wait, that, four or five? Hold just, on. Yeah. Where is Detroit in these power rankings? Detroit's not there. They should wow. be. They should That's a yay. That? That's a yay team in my book. Detroit is the, the, the ultimate nay team. They are the fakest team oh, in are, this league. They are for real this year. Dude, they, they've been behind... Exactly. In every fourth quarter. Come back. Yeah, that's how you... Yeah, that's going to last. That's, that's a recipe for success. That's for, Trail going into adver- every fourth quarter. Adversity, man. Adversity. Yeah, that's great. how you win they're, postseason they're, games. They're wonderfully battle-tested. Wait until they meet a real team in the playoffs that knows how to stomp on their throats as opposed to crapping their pants their in the fourth against Matthew Stafford fake. in the fake-ass Detroit Lions. They'll beat Dallas or Seattle. Their offense Make. is pretty good. Their defense is atrocious. They only allowed, what, 10 points? I'm proud of Bleacher Report for not putting the fake-ass Lions on this power (laughs) rankings list. Lions should be number five. (sighs) All right. So, question number two, Brian. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Frank Caliendo. I love it. Turkeys. So, guys, 2016 is coming to an end here. All right. So, there's been some frustrating characters in Boston sports this year, I would imagine. Uh... Who has been, in your opinion, the most frustrating Boston sports character of 2016? Pablo. I could, I could help you. Pablo is on my list. No, for me it's Craig Kimbrell, but go ahead. What? Craig Kimbrell. I love really? Craig Kimbrell. I mean, just to name a few, you got Tuca, because remember at the beginning of last, uh, at the yep. end of last year, he sat out with a uh, tummy ache mm-hmm. well, uh, when the Bruins so made the well playoffs. This year. It, it, he has, he's managed get, to redeem himself. He gets slightly. rid of that tummy ache for Jimmy you. Hayes, David Price, Kurt Schilling, even Bill oh, Belichick, wait, Danny Ainge. Hold on, did Jimmy Hayes have a point last he night? He has no points. Darn it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you I why. I'll streak. tell you why it was Craig Kimbrell. Did I he just, score I, that goal, though? No. No, he, he has zero points. Tuka that was a Tuka Rask. Goal. It doesn't count. Tuka Rask has more points than Jimmy Hayes oh, this wow. year. Guys, I, I can't have the same I, amount of offensively. points. Okay, I'll tell you why it was Craig Kimbrell. I can't stand the guy because I hate this mentality. Brian knows this because I've bitched about this so much to him. Mm. That closers can't come in and pitch in a non-safe situation. But it's not only Craig Kimbrell. It's Kimbrell frustrating, so though. That's a frustrating thing. Yeah. And that's why I think I hated Craig Kimbrell more than David Price this I, year. I love Craig Kimbrell. Wow. I don't know why. No, and nobody, so nobody oh, for I, like Belichick or Danny Ainge even, because Belichick's made some frustrating moves. Uh, I would think. Jamie I was he might I, be right I, up. There. I was gonna point Danny Ainge's way just because of what the expectations were to trade those picks, and he hasn't. And I, I fireworks. I, I, I might see the fireworks this year at the end of this year, mm. but um, he deserves one, and I also think Jackie Bradley deserves one. Because he was on a hot streak in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the real Jackie Bradley um, at he the came, end of the he year. He came right back. And then in the postseason, he decided he doesn't know how to throw the ball. Right. He crapped his pants. Yeah. So yeah. That was pretty frustrating. What about you? Did you already say? Pablo. Pablo. This is fat ass. Totally. He was a frustrating guy. So Though it helped us realize that Travis Shaw is not the answer at third base. So Pablo is going to be our third baseman. I don't I don't think he can, no. you can Pablo, look any further Giants than... Giants are interested in Yes, but Pablo is going to be the starting third baseman for the Boston Red Sox. Yo, oh, because, oh, because Travis Shaw Yo, sucked. Yo, Yes. Yeah. No, Mankata need. I would he trade Mankata for a pitcher. Well, Panda Expresses and Burger Kings in the Weren't area are very happy about that. Uh, when I saw he him was play. All, he was all on board with Mankata yeah, from I was, the I was start. Gu- I was going to say, weren't you on board all, with Mankata from the beginning? I was until I saw him play, and he cannot play. I'm all in favor in keeping him. Nah, trade yes. him for Chris Sale. 
Yeah, good luck wow. trying to do that. <laughs> what a 180 by Brian, I swear. Oh, my God. I don't even think that's enough to get Chris said when on I said oh, not Moncada on his own. Nice. Oh, no, oh no. Moncada and no, Erod. No, back okay. in July, when I said go and get Chris Sale and trade Moncada and Benintendi, although now I've seen Benintendi, I'm in love with that guy. Oh, keep right. Him, I'm but, keeping Benintendi. But, but Moncada, you're Moncada, like, oh, no. Erod. Go away. I still think shoo, Moncada shoo. has a lot of potential. Nah, shoo, shoo. Yeah, I like him. John Farrell was pretty frustrating too, but ooh, that's a good one. Well, that's sure. not his. Fault. Oh, see, he, got, that on the he list? got swept by oh, David the Price's tweets are frustrating. They are in Hawaii. I'm surprised none of you picked David Price in Hawaii, saying, "Oh, well, at least I can't lose a playoff game here." Oh, <laughs> it's so oh, funny, everybody! I'm making fun of myself, everyone. <laughs> Dave, yay! Dave, I didn't pick him because I already knew what he was about. He can't win uh, true. In, in the playoffs. It so. is sort of on us for thinking yeah. like a guy that was 0-7 was going to come here and magically well, start that, winning but, playoffs. But I do games. have two wins, not as a starter, though. Yeah, and right, exactly. It's yeah. okay. Well, oh thank God. God. And he brought that up. It's like, well, I do have two playoff wins. Thankfully, now. There's, there's no baseball in Hawaii, guys. That's where I am right now with my cute dog, Astro. Honolulu. Okay. Everybody, uh, question number three, please. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> All right, so we are... Into the full swing of the winter sports season. Uh, we sort of touched on this in the last segment, but we've got the Celtics and the Bruins. Neither team has really performed yeah. uh, super well or really that poorly. Bruins like they have been of, better. They've been like the epitome of eh. So Mediocre. which team do you have deeper concern, concern for to not, and pay attention, to not reach their expectations and why? Celtics. Okay. And why? Hey, hey, what's the reason <laughs> oh, why? Oh, why? Uh, they just don't have it. Um, see, they don't really have the chemistry they did last year. The, the defense is abysmal. Yeah, and keep in mind, the expectations for both teams are obviously right. different. Yeah, right. Are. The Bruins are just want to make the playoffs. Right. And they'll easily do that. I don't know about that, Brian. Yeah. Well, that, you might they, just be wrong about this, that. This they, is a hard question. They, they just, just they rely just, on Tuka. Tuka, Tuka will take him to the promised land. Tuka, Tuka time. Oh, she, she I, gets I think, no, no, I think it's the Bruins. Till Tuka time gets derailed by a tummy ache, then it's tummy time. I think it's the Bruins because I think the Celtics are pretty much Timmy like time? I said. I'm on, <laughs> tummy I'm, time. I'm on the Celtics bandwagon right now. I think that they absolutely will get hot. They will get uh, to why, these two ha, What finals. makes you think that? There's There's not a, they haven't even set up a bandwagon yet for you right. to jump on. <laughs> look, guys. Look, are, you are you building it? Are you are you building? They will the be right Celtics there. I, I'm seeing it right now. The Celtics You're the will only be in one. the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cavs. No, they uh, won't. They will beat the Bulls along the way. They might not even make the playoffs. You're the only they one on that playoffs. train. So You're just, the only so one by, on that so train. So by default, it's the Bruins. Who will they beat in the playoffs? Well, I mean, it's, we don't know the seating right Who now. Who would they, they beat they will be, in look, the Eastern Conference in the I playoffs? Don't, I'm not buying the Bulls. I'm not. Okay? What? How can you not buy Dwayne because Wade? Because Dwayne Wade is old as hell. He's going to fall apart at some point. Still Jimmy better but- than anyone you have no, in your Jimmy team. Butler and Rajon Rondo, Ooh. I think that's going to All better than players point. on yeah, your team. Seriously, all three of those guys I might take on the Celtics I'd right be worried now. about guys, Jimmy Butler. Guys, what have we said? What have we said, like, for the last few years that, that we would Celtics rather suck? take a less talented team with chemistry, which I think that they will develop at some point. I, what right? chemistry? I, have, I have never said that, by the really? way. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, have always, I have always said you can have all the team chemistry and, and rah-rah right. shish But you need a superstar <laughs> to play in the NBA. You need the elite talent or you're just going to be a pedestrian team. It's just that simple in this league. Right? Know, and I'm that's just... why the answer to that question, Dave, is the Celtics because the Celtics just don't have – that talent, that it factor. They that will not be the second best team in the Eastern Conference. They, they don't. Which is what was Brian, expected. They won't even be top 
four. Okay. I, I said that point, I said they be, might not make the playoffs. So, be, so in calibrating top five, top in six. calibrating the expectations for both teams, we're saying Bruins just need to make the playoffs. And, and Celtics, we expected to go to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. That's right? not happening. Eh, I say win around. Win around even. Went around, went around and you are now around away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. That won't happen, though. Yeah, I don't think... So you have them going to the second round and losing. This no, is, I have them is, not making the... Uh, right now, hurt. I have them making the first round and then losing. This is going to hurt, guys, but you I don't think around. that the Celtics win a playoff series, and I also think wow. that the Bruins don't make the playoffs oh, again wow. this year. I'd say the Bruins, actually. That be disappointing. So, so is the talk of Brad Stevens being out of Boston, does that start? No, I don't think I don't think so yet. He's where he just year. got the new contract. I think I think that it's it's going to be understood that this team can't go anywhere until they bring the talent in, and maybe Stevens has to leave town if he is the reason why talent is being prevented from coming here, and, and like Boogie Cousins. I'm sorry, Brad. <laughs> you don't like the player, but he would immediately make this team a championship-caliber team. Well, as soon as the Celtics trade for Boogie Cousins, the Duke opening will be slotted for Brad Stevens. There you go. Mike Krzyzewski will be out. All and right. Brad Stevens will be in. So Shashevsky's coming here? No, he'll be out. Oh, He's okay. going to retire. Oh, okay. Question number four. Gobble, gobble. All right, we didn't really have a chance to uh, play the Jamie Collins guessing game, uh, but since last year, the Patriots defense has lost Chandler Jones. They've now traded away Jamie Collins. Jabal Sheard was sat down. Uh, obviously, Alan Branch is dealing with the appeal for smoking weed. He might be gone for a while. What do you think is going on with this defense, and can the Patriots realistically expect to win a Super Bowl with the defense as currently constituted? They can win a Super Bowl because of Tom Brady, can not we because reala- of the defense. Yeah, right, but so the, the expectation is still that they can Well, if they change the scheme instead of rushing two and dropping back nine, that still can't cover Doug Baldwin in the end zone. Well, the time to rush players would have been when you had guys like Collins and... and yes, but and rushing two does not make any sense. Why do you uh, what what are you man, man deep cover three? Well, like, now you have sucky players. Yeah, you you yeah, almost so have why to, do you rush you have, two? You what is that going to do? Re- you almost have to. You revert. can't even cover anyone when you're you with a covering you nine. You can't rush. You can't rush the passer. You might as well just drop everyone into coverage. And yes, prevent but they them. still but can't wait. cover but, but, anyone. But if you, uh, Dave, even if like let's say you dropped eleven in the coverage and have no pass rush, guys are going to get open at some point. Yeah, yeah sure, like, sure. Wait, the but, quarterback is all the time in the world when you're rushing two. I'm not saying that it's a it's smart of any defense. Not to rush players, but wouldn't the time to Patricia. be rushed? Look, all year they weren't rushing. When they had Jamie Collins, they weren't rushing the passer. Wouldn't that have been the time when you have the athlete on defense who can get to the quarterback? Wouldn't that have been the time to rush? Guys, guys. now you got to compensate for I'm that. I'm just saying you, you don't, don't run too. You don't run prevent defense the right. entire way. That right. that just doesn't happen in right. National We're, Football League. Well, now you they don't. don't, have, you don't, now wanna, they don't have the talent to pass rush. No, you don't. And, and now, and, and now we want a pass rush. Well, I'm not saying pass rush. I'm I'm just saying rushing two is more running. Well, they they ended up rushing the passer more last week against San Fran. You could see the defense trying to turn it around into I, a pass rushing okay. defense. First off, when they first just off, got rid of all their pass rushes. First rushers. off, that's San Fran. Even a cupcake can pass rush to San Fran. You sure, love, you love cupcakes, but so. that doesn't. <laughs> uh, but they still changed the defensive scheme. Yes, but. 
you uh, you won't see what the defensive scheme they, is going to be. Did they pass rush when they played Cleveland? No. No, they didn't. They did the same crap that mm. we've seen them do all year, which is I why we're see seeing rush such a, too. a rush. bend don't break defense. Yeah, but rushing yeah. two against Seattle that, uh, against a quarterback that doesn't run that well Dave. right now because of an ankle injury. They they Dave. can't pressure anyone even if they want to rush at this point. That bend don't break defense has already been broken. Okay. That there's there's no, no it's still bending. No, it's it's broken, it, Brian. It's the it's the top point allow, allowing defense. Yeah, in they the, still don't allow it, points. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. It's because they play bad talent. They play the bad talent. Part, you're right. Their matchups Actually, have that, not that been be, tough this be year. They it. haven't had the toughest matchups this year. And, Their and, toughest and that's cor- the quarterback why. has been like Ryan Tannehill. So so it's the, been uh, it's been Russell Wilson who beat yeah. you. Right. The answer to your question, Dave, is. Tom Brady will lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl. The defense will not lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl sure. and win. But they can realistically still pull it off because you have a freak of nature at the quarterback yes. position. And you also have a freak but of how nature long does that at last? tight end. How long does that last? Because I think the defense at some point is going to have to have a major wake-up call and say, we're going to have to change up the scheme. You know, I think Matt Patricia is going to have to go back to the drawing board Logan Ryan with Bill Belichick and recognize Just the talent that they have. Logan and, Ryan. And Awful. What about Logan Ryan? He's awful. Oh, he's, he's been, been having he's a terrible. He's been bad. Year. He's, he's been, been bad. Having a terrible year. No, but I, I don't ever think I never thought Logan Ryan was anything special ever. No, but then you see Matt Patricia in the Seahawks game clapping for Logan Ryan, giving him confidence. Right. But but the thing is that that's that should be over with the clapping talk, for talk, the players. For Logan Ryan, he's in his yes. what fourth year now. Exactly. He should be a shutdown corner, or he shouldn't be on the team anymore. So this team is average at best, and they will always be average just because of the talent that they're playing against. They got a pedestrian defense back there. Ashish, did you answer this? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Question number five. Gobble gobble. All right, guys. Uh, we'll try and make this one quick, but in 2016, <laughs> it being almost over. A lot of memorable events in 2016. Uh, just to name a couple, we had this ridiculous election that got higher ratings in every debate than any other debate in the history of a presidential election. Uh, the Cubbies win the World Series. We had the Olympics in Rio. There's been uh, terror in Aleppo. There's been protests at Standing Rock. Fidel Castro just died. What is going to be this the lasting image Cubs. of 2016? The Cubs? Cubs? The no. Cubs. Over yeah. all of that? Yep. I think, yeah. The I Cubs. Mean, from a sports, there, there from a sports n- standpoint, I don't think anything will surpass like, the Cubs. Not even sports. I but hope like not. North, but North American sports. Like, that was the longest... Uh, Look, if it's the drought Cubs, without a world it's the most series, famous drought. It, it's a good thing. Now we don't have sports. anything to root against, guys. If it's, no. if it's the Cubs that are the lasting image of 2016, yeah. then I think that everyone's it's been a, a little delusional. <laughs> like, well, it's that 2016 yeah, sure. was the weirdest year in American It's been history. a bizarre year. For sure, Dave. I, the I, number of people we've lost: Muhammad Ali, Prince. Yep. You know yeah. all these people. David Castro. Bowie. Yep. I, I David think Bowie, Fidel Castro. I think 2017 is a time for change, mm. and I think what change that is. It could be negative. It could be positive. But the people want the unknown. We're just here to make America great again. And the unknown. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everyone's here for, is to make this country great again. And the Uh, unknown of the Cubs was forgotten because we knew what they were about this year and they won. Right. But that's not going to be the story of 2016. I I think the story of 2016 is... um, Oh, it's the election. It's just a a debacle. It's it's the election. The The election is the image of 2016, and that's for sure. and hey, you know what? Uh, it's like uh, it's like the Brooklyn Nets every single year, right? Nowhere to go but up from here, everybody. <laughs> so 2017, let's hope for some improvements. We'll see. 
All right, that wraps up five questions. Thanks, Dave, for hosting. We will be no back problem. with the blast off. Don't go anywhere. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. 160,000 kids stay home from school every day for the same reason, bullying. This is Scott McGilvery, president of the National Education Association, New Hampshire. Bullying impacts nearly one-third of all students every year, but parents, educators, and concerned adults can make a difference. It takes just one caring adult to intervene and help stop the bullying. Victims need an adult that will listen, will stand up for them, and most importantly, show them they are not alone. Bullying and cyberbullying have far-reaching effects from a decline in academic performance to physical illness, depression, or worse. Help us create a safe, bully-free learning environment for all students in New Hampshire. One caring adult can make all the difference. Take the pledge to be that adult at nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from NEA New Hampshire. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels? And that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins fell to old friend Dougie Hamilton in the Calgary Flames 2-1 last night at TD Garden. It's the third straight loss for the Black and Gold. The team remains winless without Tuka Rask in net. David Pasternak scored the Bruins' lone goal in his return to the ice from injury, his 12th of the year. Next for the Bruins, they'll take on the Lightning when they visit the Garden on Sunday. The Celtics saw their modest three-game win streak come to an end thanks to a 109-103 loss to the San Antonio Spurs last night. Kawhi Leonard with a game-high 25 points. The Spurs also scored 56 points off the bench. 
to the Seas, 30. Boston now 9-7 and seven on the air. The Seas will travel to Miami to take on the Heat on Monday. The Patriots listed eight players as questionable. Brian and Mark have to stop trying to distract me during these updates. Eight players listed as questionable for the Patriots. That's Tom Brady, that's Rob Gronkowski, Mark Tellis-Bennett, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, Cyrus Jones. Round out the list of questionable players. Matthew Slater has been ruled out. Kickoff from MetLife Stadium is tomorrow at 425. The Sports Center update is brought to you by Beals Insurance Agency for home, auto, or business. Visit BealsInsurance.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. Roll on. Two, one. What is this? It's kind of like a free-for-all fun fest. ESPN New Hampshire. We're talking about their stats in 14 mile an hour plus winds. The winds aren't going to be 14 plus miles an hour. We couldn't wait for the forecast to come out to find out that this story wasn't relevant at all. Shut up, Dave! 900 AM Nashua. There's a reason why he's playing back because he wants out. I don't want to hear your excuses. So you probably go to the Lakers just to live it up in LA. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Now how do you like them apples? I don't like the sound of them apples. And 12.50 a.m. Manchester. Mm-hmm. I've seen your picture somewhere. It's in the encyclopedia. It's the blast. The Sports Blast. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Right here on ESPN New Hampshire. I didn't know all that. This ends now! Final segment here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is the Blast Off, and uh, it's been one of those shows. Yeah. It's been one it's of got, those shows. It's just been one of those shows that have been all over the place. I didn't answer question four or five uh, we, we had to work some rust off, definitely. Next you, week we're back for yeah. the first, like it's probably our first consecutive uh, back-to-back shows, like what, in over a month? It's Something been a like while. Ridiculous. And uh, by the way, Dave, kudos. You got through that update. I was surprised. You know, no, these no guys here's the thing. That's what, and people can't see, but basically. Well, Periscope people Basically, can. Yeah, Brian, can. Brian and Mark, <laughs> every update today have just been bouncing up and down like, uh, like I don't know, like they're on one of those workout balls, and they're just bouncing around the room, and they're doing these little circles with their heads going around their microphones. And, and I, I'm only able to see this out of my peripheral, so I'm just seeing them jump up and down simultaneously uh, in, in synchronization with each other. And they did it every update, and, and finally on the last one, I start laughing at them. Because it, it's kind of funny, but and, and Brian was distracting trying to, at the same time. Brian was trying to balance a pen on his nose. I did a, I did an that admirable I did, draw. That I did not notice. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. good. You might, uh, you might actually get a job at SeaWorld there. Yeah. Instead of one of the animals, they could just have you. As long as they give me fish. That's, that's <laughs> what I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd like trout. Yeah, so. some trout. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you love yeah, trout. Yeah, some trout. Yeah, say some trout. Yeah. yeah. You, Mike you Trout, like trout. totally MVP, right? Uh, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were Brian, a Mookie Brian guy. Brian loves him I thought you were a Mookie guy. I am. But Mike Trout, all-around best player. I was pissed. What's your favorite kind of fish? I was pissed. Uh, rainbow trout. Oh, okay. Rainbow trout. Nice. No, rainbow trout shouldn't have been MVP. Salmon, actually. Trout shouldn't have been MVP. Salmon. 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 I like that Salmon. 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 
So what are we talking? Yeah, I was just gonna say like, what do we got here? We're just, I was just gonna keep doing that for five minutes. Yeah, straight. it's like it's 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 already been one of those shows where we're just like so tired and yeah. hungover. And don't worry, guys, we do and have outro music. Oh, we do. Oh, yes. oh excellent. Yeah, because I, I want to apologize one more time to Mark in Manchester because yeah, we, that was so rude we of cut us. Cut him right off. That's probably the <laughs> best part of our show. Even though it wasn't our fault at all, like he got cut off there during his thought. Yeah, you know, it was a good thought. Keep on calling in. We're not gonna cut callers off Pop usually. This. But Pop guys, I think our outro music is probably the best thing about this show, right? That most, would be most a likely, pretty yeah. stupid <laughs> thing if that was true. <laughs> hey, love it. That no, was so, on top. so so the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> so controlled. Oh, that's right. We had a brew. We had so a we had a little Bruins point to make. <laughs> Thank it. God, Mark isn't the we, host. We knew we had oh, something Bruins with, now. with that. <laughs> we knew we had something brewing. But but we're, we're rolling around on two uh, wheels here because that's oh a segue. All right, so <laughs> Bruins, guys. The Bruins, you got a, you got some reason to be hopeful. They're percolating Do a little we? bit. Uh, some reason, namely uh, Tuca. Okay. Tuca's the only reason. That's that the only reason the Bruins keep percolating. Uh, the know? Bruins are winless without Tuca Rask and Net. Last night was no different. Anton Udobin started, and uh, they, they lose to a porous Calgary Flames team 2-1. to one. Yep. Uh, That is a team you they should beat. They lost to Dougie Hamilton. That is a team you should beat. Uh, you should also have beaten the Ottawa Senators the day before. Uh, and the Blues are a tough team, so you know they're now on a three-game losing streak, but they've lost all three of those games. Now, they had a chance to beat the Blues uh, on Tuesday night. Zidane Char goes out with an injury in the second period, and the Blues scored three times in that second period, which to me just suggests that this team has no depth. It does no deep, one, defense. One, team, one guy, Zidane Chara, <laughs> goes down. And that's it. You're you're down the toilet if you're the Bruins, David. They Imagine have, if Tuca got hurt. They have no the season's yeah. over if Tuca gets hurt. But a- but they have that's not even like a, hey, well maybe they can trade. No, the season's over if Tuca's out for a, uh, two weeks. If he's out for even just two weeks, your season's over. But everybody's saying trade away Chara. Well, you got to see a little piece of what it's like without him. And yep. uh, that defense is well, if by could, far. Well, the idea would well, be to bring in a defenseman. Exactly. Yeah. Right. What if they brought up well, and brought in? The idea it. to bring in defenseman should be now. It should have like, been like it, seven yeah, years it, ago. It should have yeah. already <laughs> happened. It should have <laughs> happened like three off seasons ago. Or maybe you just don't get rid of Johnny Boychuk or something like that. Right. Yeah. Three seasons ago. Right? Yeah. And um, like it. was it Johnny Goudreau? Goudreau last night? Yeah, he's on uh, the Calgary. He's on Calgary, yeah. Man, he is one heck of an athlete. Oh, he's insanely good. He's He's like one of my favorite players to watch in the NHL. And it wasn't even him that really did it to you. It was that kid Bennett who's also got some talent. So they got some good young talent. But that is a team that you should beat if you're the Bruins. Uh, Patrice Bergeron needs to get it going. Brad Marchand and he have combined for one goal over the past nine games. They both need to get it going. David Pasternak looks like he's going to have a hell of a season. Every time he's on the ice, he's, he's scoring goals. But I'll tell you, if you're a Bruins fan, it's not looking great. If they sustain one major injury, this team is done for this year. Cooked. So hopefully, Tuca's going to be healthy for all 70 games that he inevitably plays out of the 82 this year. And maybe they can squeak into the playoffs. They won't be eating any trout, unlike Brian over here. Yeah, Mike Trout, MVP, everybody. Yeah. All right, we got to get out of here. For Brian Roach, David Porter, and Mark Lazar, I'm Ashish Sharma. Hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving. We'll do better next week. We will be much smoother next time. Apologies again to Mark. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, everyone. We're out. See ya. See ya. I'm Kyle Montgomery with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Tom Brady returned.